Welcome to Nigga News. I am your host with the most, nigga, Othello. Join me as we dive into the darkest and most niggerish corners of not only the interwebs, but also of Afro-Negro history and culture. I would definitely pay attention to who needs the, the, the help the most. You know, black, brown, white, anybody, but, but just really focusing on, 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 on the poor and, and, and really, really using the power that we have as, the, as such a mighty country and such a rich country to... to um, yes, P. Diddy, you are very rich, so I've heard. To solve those economic injustice problems. And listen, you know, they say that the road to riches is paved with the hits of niggas had to kill to make these millions, Othello. Okay, so yesterday we had Anna Winter did No Filter, and she had said that we should, you know, vote for Biden. And we should vote for Biden? What, because we slaves now? I know that you also said before Biden needs to come. Nigga, ain't nobody getting my vote. Unless they down to go to the negotiation table, okay? Talk. I can't vote because I'm not American, but you said Biden needs to come. Listen, Trump. I'm going to need some free tickets or something. Hotel of yours. I talk before he gets that black vote. Could you talk to me about that? Yeah, um, the, the black vote is not going to be for free. You know, um, mm. we're going to have to see some... Diddy knows about bargaining for, you know what I mean? Promises. You know, we're, we're going to have to understand what kind of deal we're getting out of. What, what are we getting in return for our... Yeah, yeah, Diddy's like, listen, niggas, we're going to have to get us a good record deal. Because these crackers going to sign us regardless. All right, we just got to pick a label. Vote. Because no, nothing has changed in America for, for, for... What are you, universal Democrat hating niggers? For black America. And in order for us to vote for Biden... Or Republican Def Jam. We can't be taken for granted like we always are because it's because we're supposed to be Democrats or because uh, people are afraid of Trump. It's whoever's going to take care of our I ain't afraid of fucking Trump, nigga. Community, our vote is not for free. Whoever wants to make a deal, it's, it's, it's business at this point. It's business. You know, we can't trust politicians. You know, so we want to... I want, Fuck, we nigga, wanna, I can't trust you, Trevor You know, very clearly, just like... Trump made it clear that he wanted to build a wall. Um, Biden needs to make it clear that he's going to change the lives and quality of life of, of black and brown people. Highly unlikely, considering the track record of crackers. The vote. Highly and, and, unlikely. And I, 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 I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. You will hold the vote hostage. Okay, nigga, you ain't had a hit in a long time, bro. But okay, respect to you, bro. What's up? Hey guys, it's me, Seren, back with another video. Yeah, what's up, Seren? Uh, today is day 19, 19 oh, of our Hidden Figure series. Okay. And today's Hidden Figure is Jane Bolin. Jane Matilda Bolin. It's funny because Bolin. one of you guys suggested her, and I was like, Bolin? In my mind, like Avatar, right? He went to like Earthbender. Bolin and like the Bolin girls and like. Okay, sure. Those figures from Black History as well. European aristocracy, and I was like, Oh, no, those are white people? I'm making it. Black person named Bolin? 
Jane Matilda Boleyn was the first African-American woman to graduate from Yale Law School, the first to join the New York City Bar Association, and the first to join the New York City Law Department. She became Whoa. the first black woman to serve as a judge in the United States when she was sworn into the bench of the New York City Domestic Relations Court in 1939 right. by Judge Fiorella LaGuardia. Right. <clears throat> by Judge Fiorella LaGuardia. Fiorello, Fiorello. Okay, girl. Okay, I didn't know we were doing that. I did musical theater in school, and we definitely, definitely did a play on LaGuardia. Nice. I definitely been around the block, and I have definitely played in LaGuardia. Jane Boleyn, born in Poughkeepsie, New York, on April 11th, 1908. Jane Boleyn graduated from Yale Law School, and after relocating to New York City, became sworn in by Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia as the first African American female. The mayor's name was LaGuardia. Female judge in the U.S. She served on the family court bench for four decades, advocating for children and families via outside institutions as well. Okay, that's balling, sister. But listen, they put her on the family court bench. <laughs> Jane Boleyn was a superb student. Nah, I mean, they, gonna, they ain't gonna put her on, like, you know, some crazy shit. But family's tight. Family's tight. I ain't knocking it down, queen. from high school <clears throat> in her mid-teens and went on to enroll at Wellesley College. Though facing overt racism and social isolation, she graduated with Oh, social isolation. Girl, she'd been living her life then. Arts degree in 1928 and was officially... That nigger's got corona. ...recognized as one of the top... No, no, I just heard she can read. ...top students of her class. She then attended Yale Law School, contending with further social hostilities, yet nonetheless graduating in 1931 and thus becoming the first African-American woman to earn a law degree from the institution. Nice, ballin'. Boleyn worked with her family's practice in her home city for a time. Her, her family's practice, yeah, her father, um... Yeah, say her father was a, was a lawyer. Her father was an attorney. Yeah, yeah. Guy C. Boleyn was an attorney who headed the Dutchess County Bar Association. Dark-skinned black man, and he was a lawyer back then, killing the game. He looked at his daughter, he looked at his queen, and said, you will be even greater than me. And cared for the family after his wife's illness and death, which occurred when Bolin was a child. So she was also raised by a single father. Bolin worked with her family's practice in her home city for a time before marrying attorney Ralph E. Mizell in 1933 and relocating to New York. As the decade progressed, after campaigning unsuccessfully for a state assembly seat on the Republican ticket, she took on assistant corporate counsel work for New York City, creating another landmark as the first African-American woman to hold that position. Ooh. On July 22, 1939, a 31-year-old Bolin was called to appear at the World's Fair before Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia, who had plans to swear her in as a judge. Listen, nigga, I heard you're really good at this whole speaking thing, and you've somehow avoided the normal follies of most Negroes in this city. Negro, I've judged you to be worthy enough to judge other Negroes, and occasionally an Italian. So what do you say? Thus, Bolin made history again as the first African-American female judge in the United States. Having already been assigned to what would be known as family court, Bolin was a thoughtful, conscientious force on the bench. They're like, Bolin, you come from a broken household, eh? A cracked out father, a mother who injects herself with all sorts of crazy booze and what's nots. We think you'd be perfect for this department. Confronting a range of issues on the domestic front and taking great care when it came to the... No, no, no. My father was a lawyer. 
plight of children. She also changed segregationist policies that have been entrenched in the system, including skin color-based assignments for probation officers. And, you know, it has been... Damn, skin color-based assignments for probation officers. No, no way, Darkie. No way we're going to assign you to Sandra. Proven. I've talked about this in other videos. I've included links to it in other videos that the darker your skin is, the harsher your court sentences are for men as well as for women. That Damn. Has been proven that that is true. That, that's why you exfoliate, girl. I could tell. Women <laughs> worked with First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt in providing support for the Wiltwick School, a comprehensive holistic program to help eradicate juvenile crime among boys oh we should Bolin definitely document that on later episodes stated as a judge for three additional terms 10 years each after her first balling on the boards of several organizations including the NAACP and the New York Urban League though she preferred to continue Bolin was required to retire from the bench at the age of 70 subsequently working as a consultant and school-based volunteer as well as with the New York State Board of Regents awesome Thinking he's a cyborg creates my brother. Thinking he's a cyborg creates tension in the house. I'm making something. Would you like something to no. eat? No. Okay. We have water. My mom <laughs> and my brother are like constantly arguing because. No, this nigga just plays Switch. He's just got autism, yo. No, this he is. He doesn't spend time in his room. When Orn first told me he was a cyborg, I thought he was joking. <laughs> I how does black man a cyborg? I think that Yo, something cyborg. is wrong with him. I feel like Orn has a valid message, but the way he goes about it is kind of off. I think something maybe happened in college that could have triggered the reason why. In college? Like he was normal growing up as kids? When y'all playing pretend? He's a cyborg. He was always pretty quirky, but I feel like it's been taken to the extreme with the robotic stuff. He used to be fun and energetic because we would always go out to the beach, and now there's no time for that. <laughs> Orn has told me that he went to the future in 2050 and he's seen everything. Orn said he has seen the end of the world and that technology <laughs> has taken over. I usually walk away when he says stuff like that because it usually upsets me and frustrates me sometimes. I'm surprised my mom has been this patient. Why don't you She's get a strong black woman. A couple of these water bottles in a bag, take them outside for the recycling. Tomorrow. Why don't you Mother. She do that now. We're busy. Listen to the way she's talking to a boy. That's why he's acting like this. Why don't you do that now? Nigga! You're not busy. Sakati, so you ain't a fucking sad boy, nigga! If you bop, want to save the world, bop him against the back of the head. She needs to be dark skinned on uh, uh, film. World, you know what I mean? Recycle. I feel like I expected him to get a job since he went to a good college. No one has really expected him to want to become a rapper, much less a cyborg. Wait, he wants to be a cyborg bubble rapper, nigga. I feel like my. He's just smoking weed. This is him just smoking weed. My brother might be at a tipping point because I've never seen it get this bad. He doesn't eat, Yo, he cyborg. doesn't interact with anyone anymore, and it's starting to worry me. I feel disconnected from Orin. I want to be closer like how we were before. I miss my brother Orin, and I want him back. You say you miss your brother, what do you miss? We would laugh a lot, we would um, hang out with my other sister, and I just feel like it's been such a long time since I've had that, and like I don't really feel cherished. Mm -hmm. You know, to be like to have a sister. Cherish his family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not important to him. Do you miss your sister? Do you miss spending time with her? 
we live in the same house. Now answer my question. We exist in the same presence as each other. We're both classified under the Negro domain. We're all flown out to Los Angeles together. We went to the Santa Monica Pier yesterday. That can be rekindled. Mm-hmm. But that's bit, it's, that was the first time in months where we've actually spent time together. Mm-hmm. Usually, Did you, you enjoy the out. time you spent with her? It was pleasant, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Do you think... <laughs> What's happening? Your mother and What's happening? Him? She is a really nice person. And so I feel like she's really patient. But I wouldn't call her an enabler because I've seen her. Yeah, she like, needs to turn black again. Your son has gone over to the white side, darling. Try to kick him out. And like, I feel like it's also my responsibility. Kick him out. Kick his ass. That he's Give him some fried chicken and something. Not doing what he needs to do. Joloff Rice, anyone? Because I was, you know, I made her feel like for like wanting to kick him out. So well, I feel like we're all guilty. Like, But she tells him to get a job, but she doesn't enforce it. She pays for everything, rent, food. I mean, you, you pick up all the bills, Anita's right? enabling of Orin. They got a PowerPoint slide for how this black mom is fucking up, girl. You support him because you've never been no, close. No, you need to kick him out. been difficulties in the relationship. Yeah. This boy's so lost. kind of parenting out of guilt and fear. There's no father in this relationship, that girl. You true. need to be the man. Why were you strained in the past? I was married to his father and then... Oh, dusty-ass nigga. Left your ass. That relationship ended and I remarried... Uh, with Samantha's dad and Orin. Oh, that's why Samantha out here looking like MJ circa 2008, girl. Had a very difficult time uh, with that transition. He went. She must have married a white man. To live with his grandparents. <laughs> this so, is where this boy's trauma is coming from. That's why he's speaking wow. so weird. Um, and girl, you diagnosed. Diagnosed. Your <laughs> Anita says her son claims he's a cyborg from the future. Home, but <laughs> he just couldn't deal with the, you know, the new family and... Mother, why have you copulated with this caucasoid? New husband and, and so forth. So when he said that, you know, he needed to come back home to... Regroup. Yo, this white man did not come to Dr. Phil. He's like, I can't. I can't deal with this nigger bullshit, honey. You know, when I married you, I thought maybe we could make some sort of half-breed children to love. But this this original Negro of yours is too to much. together. Uh, I welcomed him with open arms. It's very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dr. Phil. <laughs> and thank you, nigga. Keep it locked. This has been Othello X on Nigga News.